Milwaukee Braves take to the field. And the first ball is about to be thrown. Now listen to the roar for the Braves. And there you see the first ball thrown to Del Rice by Gerald Keith, Army veteran of the South Pacific World War II 100% service-connected disability. And you see him there now. And perhaps he will throw it again for the benefit of cameramen. And what is there to say but what we have said about a great American hero, a greater hero perhaps than any who will today thrill the thousands here and the millions throughout the nation. And so in Milwaukee, in the heart of uh, the great dairy land of Wisconsin, a land that I've already found full of tremendous hospitality as the train stopped at Sturdivant, some uh, 30 miles near here, where the Yankee team uh, is staying, and nearby Burlington, the people came out to meet them, and to say hello, and to welcome them. Now we'd like to set the Braves defensively for you. At first base is Joe Adcock. At second base, Red Chaindienst. At shortstop, Johnny Logan. At third base, Eddie Matthews. In the outfield, left field, Wes Covington. In center field, Hank Aaron. And in right field, Bob Hazel. And so we're all set to go with the third game of the World Series. As Bob Buell is getting set to pitch, Hank Bauer, stepping into hitting position, has gotten the booze. But here's a fellow who has gotten the accolades, as he always has during these World Series and All-Star games. He has telecast and broadcast, the able, amiable, and astute Al Helper. Well, thank you very much, Mel. Hi, everybody. We are ready to go with Hank Bauer of Overland Park, Kansas, stepping up for the anchor. So the third game of the 1957 World Series is on the fire right here from Milwaukee County Stadium. Hank Barr in the series, batting at 222. Comebacker, right to Buell. Saginaw, Michigan boy throws him out, and that's the first out of the ball game. So we've gotten started here at Milwaukee County Stadium, and that'll bring up Tony Kubek, number 34. He has two for seven in the series, hitting at 286. The umpire behind the plate here this afternoon is Bill McKinley of the American League. Augie Donatelli is at first base. Joe Paparella is at second and Jock O'Connell at third. At low pitch and the count is one ball, one strike. On the left and right field lines, Frank Sicori of the National League and Mr. Shylock of the American League. at the right field that's Bob Hazel out there chasing and no use it's over the right field screen that's a temporary screen however but uh, a home run will be the result so the Yankees lead it on Quebec's home run over the right field screen That's the first hit, the first run off Buell, and that'll be the third 
home run in the series. Better standing in now is Mickey Mantle. Ball one. This is quite a thrill for young Quebec. Step up there and massage one in his own hometown in the World Series. One ball, one strike count now on Mickey Mantle. Ball two. Three balls, one strike. We've got action down in the bullpen for the Milwaukee Braves. Left-hander Juan Pizarro. We'll probably see him in just a moment. Strike two. First base on balls given up here this afternoon. The Yankees leading it one to nothing here, and they top the first inning. Yogi Berra coming up to the plate, batting at one four three in series play. One off, one on, top of the first. Yankees leading one nothing by virtue of Tony Kubek's home run poked over the right field screen. Ball one. Two balls, no strikes. Runner at first base for New York, Mickey Mantle having been walked. Now from center field, we get a good uh, shot at uh, what the batter looks like to the pitcher. Well, outside on the pitch ball, three. Yes, sir, we can just sit here and imagine that uh, we're Buell now, looking right down the barrel at Yogi Berra. Walked him, ball four. So the walk to Berra, that moves Mantle down to second base with one out here in the top of the first inning. Coming up is Joe McDougal, who in series play has one hit for eight tries and is batting at 125. Number 34, we're getting a look at now the left-hander Juan Pizarro for Milwaukee warming up. Outside on the crossfire, that's ball one. Trying to pick off the runner, Mantle. Throwing the ball into center field. And the runners uh, each come up a knot. So we'll see how the official score is going to uh, rule this one. Bill will be charged with a throwing error. He's trying to go back to Shane Deanst on a pickoff play. Which would have gotten Mantle. And they did have Mantle pretty much dead to rights as you could see. However, Buell in his anxiety and hurry to get that ball back. 
charged with a throwing error. Center field. So the runners moved on. Yogi Berra at second base and Mickey Mantle now at third base. In pretty good scoring position. So that puts Buell Moore in a hole now as he digs a little deeper. First time in World Series play for him. On deck is Simpson. First baseman with McDougal stepping up. Connor McDougal is ball one as the infield moves in. That's strike one. One ball, one strike to count on McDougal. With runners at second and third. The runner at third there is Mickey Mantle. The runner at second is Yogi Berra. This is Gil McDougal at the plate with a count of one ball, one strike. Fly ball to center and it's deep. That's Hank Aaron chasing back there. That'll be enough to get the run in. And stumbling. He makes his catch. The run comes in to score. Yogi Berra holding on at second. Hank Aaron having a little trouble underfooting. So Gil McDougal scoring fly ball to center field. That'll be the second out. Mantle coming in to score the second run. Well, the Yankees are leading it now 2-0. And coming up is Harry Simpson, who in series play has gone over for 4 as a batsman. Two down, top of the first inning. Yogi Berra is the runner at second. Bob Buell watching the ball kick foul. Up the first base side, that'll be strike one. Yankees off to a flying start here in the first inning. Having picked up two runs on Tony Kubek's home run. A pair of walks back to back, then a scoring fly ball by Gil McDougal to center field. An error mixed in there, charged to Bob Buell, aided the Yankee cause. Downing ball up the middle. Oh, the touch by Red Chandings, who has no play. And Yogi Berra comes in to score. Well, that'll go as a base hit up the middle for Simpson, giving him his first hit of the series. And you'll give him a run batted in on it. So the score is 3 0 now in favor of the Yankees. Jerry Luffy coming up. Fred Haney is coming out of the Braves dugout. We'll go out and have a talk with Bob Buell, his starting pitcher. Juan Pizarro, as we saw a few moments ago on camera, is warming up in the Milwaukee bullpen. It may be that uh, Fred Haney will make the change right now. But the Yankees are leading it here in the top half of the first inning, and in case you flip the set on late, well, Juan Pizarro is being called in. He'll come on, and Bob Buell will go out after having pitched two-thirds of the first inning, which he gave up uh, three runs, two base hits, walked two men, Struck out nobody and committed an error. In case you flip the set on late, we'd like to uh, recap what has happened so far in the ball game. Bauer came up and tapped back to Buell at the mound and was thrown out. Then Tony Kubek came up and hit one over the low right field screen for a home run. He's around for Bob Buell, number 10 here as he leaves the game. And following Kubek, Mickey Mantle came up, drew a walk. Barrow walked right behind him, moving Mantle down to second base. And then when Buell tried to pick off Mickey Mantle, and he had him pretty much dead to rights, 
at second base. The ball was thrown wild into center field, allowing both runners to advance. Moving Mantle down to third and Barra going over to second on a headlong slide. McDougal up the plate then, sent a scoring fly ball to center field that Hank Aaron stumbled, went to his knees to finally pick off the grass tops. And McDougal got credit for batting in the second run. Then Simpson came up with two men out and Yogi Berra at second base and Lyon went up the middle, a high bounder, in the center field for a single, thereby knocking in the third run for the New York Yankees. And they're leading it now 3-0 and they're still alive and kicking here in the top of the first inning with Jerry Lumpy who has been in one ball game so far. He pinch hit yesterday, day before yesterday, if you recall, and got one for one. From Santurce, Puerto Rico, Juan Pizarro, the left-hander coming on for the Milwaukee Braves. Pizarro this year appeared in 24 ball games for the Milwaukee Braves, started 10 of them, pitched 99 innings. Gave up 99 hits, passed 51 men, and struck out 65. His record for the year was 5-6. and six. He's a 20-year-old left-hander. Five and six, his record on the air, appearing in his first World Series game. Pizarro will pitch first of all here in the top half of the first inning to Jerry Lumpy. Pizarro spells his name P-I-Z-A-R-R-O. Juan Pizarro. So Pizarro takes over the pitching burden here for Milwaukee Braves in the very top half of the first inning. With the Yankees leading it, three runs, two hits, no errors. And Milwaukee has to come to bat, no runs, no hits. And they have committed one error. Jerry Lumpy coming up to the plate right now for the New York Yankees. Makes his home in Warsaw, Missouri. We told you a moment ago he pinched it successfully in the seventh inning. Well, Thursday's ball game. Look out, Jerry. It's ball one. Fly ball to right field, Bob Hazel. Out there, under it. And has it, and that's super. Well, the Yankees made a little hay here in the state of Wisconsin. They pick up three runs in the top half of the first inning. On a pair of base hits, it was one error. And it was a man left on. And so at the middle of the first inning, the score, the Yankees three, the Braves nothing. We moved now to the last half of inning number one at Milwaukee County Stadium. Number 19 there, warming up with his battery mate Yogi Bears, Bob Turley. Bob Turley, whom I was told you, was 13 and 6 on the regular season with a 2.73 earned run average. He'll face Red Chainjinks, batting at 125 in the series. Has one for eight. The Yankees out in front, three to nothing. Bob Turley of Lutherville, Maryland, out of Troy, Illinois. Misses Willie's first pitch for ball one. The umpire here behind the plate this afternoon is Bill McKinley of the American League. One ball, one strike.
That's strike two. for a base hit. No changes is on. Single to right. Now the Braves try to come fighting back here in the last half of the first inning and now sending up Johnny Logan who has hit one of the two home runs, one of the three home runs the series has produced. His only hit in the series has been a home run. He hit it off Bobby Shanks. Johnny uh, taking a gander around at third base to get the signals from uh, third base coach Connie Ryan. Logan batting 167. That's ball one. Beyond deck circle is Eddie Matthews. Ball two. As I explained to you earlier, Bob Turley is possessor for a pretty good fastball. And if his control is working, he's a pretty rough customer. That's ball three. There's the man putting on the signs and signals. Tony Ryan down the third base coach's box. Well, Logan knows what he's supposed to do. Runner at first base, Red Chandings, just picked off his sign. He knows what's expected of him. Down to three balls, no strikes on Johnny Logan, the hitter. Yankees are leading it three to nothing. Walking. Runner Logan trotting off the first base. Picking up the first base on balls off early. And the runner at second base. Is Red Chandy. Number four. And the guy coming up to the plate. Eddie Matthews, one of the muscle men of the Braves and of the National League. So far in the series, it's gone hitless. He's 0 for 6. Infield deep on the right side, pulled up on the left. Outfield fanned right and deep. Strike one. We're going to have some activity now down in the Yankee bullpen. Casey's got a right-hander up and throwing. We'll get a good look at him in a few moments, but I believe it's Larson. Right on the corner. No balls, two strikes. Yep, that's Don Larson. Number 18, Don Larson, who pitched... Last year's World Series no-hitter.
Follow well, what I got, Mel. Right back. Right up over our monitors. Brett Jane Dinks, the runner at second. Over at first is Johnny Logan. Nobody out here in the last half of the first inning. The batter is Eddie Matthews with a count of no balls and two strikes. The Yankees are leading it three to nothing. Up, up. It's the infield fly. So the rule goes on. Lumpy makes the catch. That'll be the first out here in the last half of the first inning. Logan still at first base. Red chain east in second. And number 44 coming up, Hank Aaron. Aaron has two for eight in the series, including a triple. And is batting at 250. Taking a look over his left shoulder to get signs from Connie Ryan at third. Another high pop up. Right back to second base. That's McDougal, the shortstop, back there. And he's got it for the second out. Infield fly again on. Rotary has got Matthews and Aaron to pop up. Now here's Wes Covington. Coming on as a batter. He has the highest batting percentage of anybody on the Braves World Series play. Four for eight, he's hitting at 500. Two outs, two on, last of the first inning. The Yankees, by virtue of their three runs in the first, are leading in the ball game, three nothing. One. One ball, one strike.
one strike now on West Covington. There are two outs in the last half of this first inning. The runner at first is Logan. The runner over at second is Red Shane Deanst. The Yankees lead it 3 nothing. Bob Turley out in the mound for the Yankees. Bob Buell, the starting pitcher for Milwaukee, was chased after two-thirds of an inning, and Juan Pizarro took over for him. runs her on and two down. That puts it squarely up to Oshada Louisiana's Joe Edcock. Edcock batting a 250 in series play has two for eight has driven in one run. He's another one of the strong guys on this Milwaukee ball club. What a pressure spot for young Bob Turley. Tying runs are on the bases. Ball one. deck to go next. Should he be needed is young Bob Hazel. What a record this year with the Braves after having been called up. That's the second strike. One ball, two strike count. Red Shandy's to third. At second is Johnny Logan. And over at first is West Covington. Two down, last half of the first inning. Yankees three, Milwaukee nothing. Bob Turley here trying to pitch his way out of this jam. Foul ball back, keeps the count at one ball, two strikes. strike out of the afternoon and in the first inning no runs one hit no errors three men left off and so at the end of the first inning the score is the Yankees three the Braves have nothing now we begin the top half of inning number two New York Yankees coming to bat will send up Jerry Coleman then Bob Turley and then we'll go to the top of the batting order to pick up Hank Bauer to start the second Batting around the Yankees. Jerry Coleman, the highest batting percentage of anybody starting today's ball game in the series. He has three hits for five at-bats. And is credited with uh, batting in one run for the Yankees in the series. Jerry Coleman, hitting number eight in the order. It's ball one to him. 
Number 34, the pitcher is Juan Pizarro. Two balls, no strikes. Ball three. First strike. Count us three and one. Jared Coleman looking around to get his signs and signals from his third base coach, Frankie Corsetti. Second strike. Full count out of Coleman, three and two. Fly ball to left field, West Covington. Out there, and he's got it. No one out here in the second inning. Now coming up for the Yankees for his first at bat in the series will be pitcher Bob Turley. On the regular season, hit uh, 088. Hank Bauer, John Deck Circle. One out, base is empty, top of the second inning. Strike one. Eddie Matthews, third baseman, short hop in the ball and gets his man. That's second up. Two down, the base is empty, top of the second inning. The batter is Hank Bauer, who led things off in the first inning, tapping back to the then pitcher of the Braves, Bob Buell, the starter. Now for the first time, he'll be facing this left-hander, Juan Pizarro. on deck circle for the Yankees. Tony Kubek who got the Yankees started right with a home run over the right field screen in the first inning. Ball two. That's ball three. Down on bar, three balls, no strikes. This is Juan Pizarro, relief pitcher for the Braves of Santursi. On the corner for strike one. That's Barr checking up down at third to see what Crosetti has on. 
Whether he's allowed to go for this one if it's in there. Two down, bases empty, top of the second. Yankees three, Braves nothing. Ball four. Pizarro walks his first man. That's the third. Yankee to get first base on walks. About an hour will be young Tony Kubek. Had a home run in the first inning over the right field screen. Ball one. Have some activity now down in the Milwaukee bullpen. Great big tall guy can be no one else but Gene Connolly. There he is. That's Gene Connolly warming up down the bullpen. Attempted bunt for a base hit down the third baseline is foul. One ball, one strike now is a count on Tony Kubek. And Farrar coming back to first base. Side on the pitch. Ball two. Two and one. Finally warming up down the Braves' bullpen. Leads us to look at the last half of the second inning in which uh, Pizarro is due to come up third. May pinch it for him. That's second strike on Quebec. His count is two and two. goes. It's one on a miss for strike three and that retires the side. So Pizarro picks up his first strike out. So at the middle of the second inning the score is the Yankees three and Milwaukee has nothing. Manager Stengel has a word with Jerry Coleman in the Yankee clubhouse and there's Mel Allen. Casey may I speak to you for a few minutes? Mind waiting until I shower and shave? Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You're a Gillette user. Will you try these three razors and pick the one that's best for you? Okay, glad to. Now, Gillette has three super speed razors. Light for men with sensitive skin and most younger men. Regular for men with average skin and beard. Heavy for men who like the heft and feel of a heavier razor. Three different Gillette razors. One has the right blade edge exposure, edge angle, and weight for you. Mmm, the shaves you get. Clean, refreshing, easy. One-piece design. Change blades, rinse clean in a wink. What's the word, Casey? Smooth, Mel, not a bristle. You couldn't take that heavy Gillette away from me. Here it is. Gillette Super Speed Razor in handy case with Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser. One dollar. The Milwaukee Braves are coming up for their second whack at it this afternoon. This is the last half of the second inning. The last third of the batting order coming up. And here's the young fellow who has provided a lot of coffee. Around the country, young Bob Hazel. Hurricane Hazel, they call him. He joined the Braves on the 28th of July after hitting 283 in 100 games at Wichita, and he became an immediate league sensation. He got his first hit on the 31st of July, and he posted a batting average of 403. That's ball one to him. 
On August the 9th, he went over the 400 mark and never did dip below it. Two balls, no strikes. This fellow Bob Hazel and the 41 ball games in which he played for the Braves this year had seven home runs and drove in 27 runs. Imagine the folks down around Columbia, South Carolina, sort of glued to the TV set this afternoon, watching this young fellow. That's where he makes his home. He's out of Lawrence, South Carolina. Strike one. Little high ball four. Hazel draws a walk. That's the third base on balls given up by Turley. The batter now will be Del Rice. Del is no stranger to World Series play. He was with the Cardinals and appeared in World Series for them. And now for the Braves. This will be his first at bat in World Series play. On the regular season, he hit 229. Sports with Ohio boy. Now makes his home in St. Louis. Strike one. Checked up in time. That's ball one. One ball, one strike. Runner at first base, see at the right of your screen, it's Bob Hazel, having been walked. Ball in the middle for a base hit. Hazel going down to second hold on there with Mantle coming up with the ball. So Rice's first at bat in the series produces a hit for him. That'll be the second off Turley. Now the Braves have runners at first and second, and the batter scheduled up is Juan Pizarro. There he is. Pizarro, incidentally, is not a bad hitting pitcher. For the season, he batted 2-5-7. Swings like a hitter, doesn't he? Let's strike one. There are the signs and signals being put on by Connie Ryan, a third base coach.
That's the second strike. Bob Hazel, runner at second, the runner at first, Del Rice. Nobody out last half of the second. The Yankees three and the Braves nothing. Third game of the 1957 World Series. First game here at Milwaukee County Stadium. Ball one. Little popper out back of third base. Left fielder coming on for it. Quebec makes the catch. Oh, Pizarro's out. That's the first out in the inning. The batter coming up to the plate now for the Braves will be Red Shandingst. Red starting their second batting. Got the first base hit off, Charlie. Single to right field in the first inning. Three nothing. The Yankees lead it. We're in the last of the second inning at Milwaukee County Stadium. Well, one the ball getting away from Yogi Berra, allowing Bob Hazel apparently to go down to third, where he's safe. We'll pick up the official scores verdict of how this one's to be put in the books. With Rice holding on at first base, Bob Hazel taking advantage of the ball getting away from Yogi Berra to move over to third. It'll go as a wild pitch on Bob Turley. One out, runners at first and third. Decomp ball one on Red Shandingst. Three-nothing Yankees. Ball two. This is practically the first time this afternoon we've had crowd reaction. This place is loaded. But needless to say, they've come out here to see the Braves win. A lot of people here from the Midwest. As you can well imagine. Strike is in, the count is two and one. Got some action now down in the bullpen of the New York Yankees back at center field. Looks like Don Larson. That's Don Larson up there throwing again. Number 18. Foul balls out of play. Over into the crowd off the first base side. Two balls and two strikes. Oh, you've got yourself a world's... Serious souvenir, huh? But you're happy, fella. <laughs> Two to count on Red Shandings. Runner, you can see at first base, Don uh, Rice talking to his coach, John Riddle. The runner over at third for the Braves, Bob Hazel. Count on batsman Red Chain Dinks. There's two balls, two strikes. 
The Yankees lead it here 3-0. Foul ball off the third base side. Lumpy won't get that one. That's in the crowd. Bob Hazel, runner at third to top of the screen. Two ball, two strike count on Red Chaindienst. One out, last of the second inning. Full count on Chandings. Three balls, two strikes. Del Rice, the runner at first base. He'll be particularly concerned about the signs and signals that will be given out to Connie Ryan. He'll have to know whether they want him to hold or move. He holds. Right field side is kicking foul now and goes into the stands. Count stays on Red Chandy's three balls, two strikes. This game here this afternoon could turn out to be a slam bang affair. Chaplin right off the left leg of Johnny Riddle, the first base coach. He wouldn't let you know if it hurt him. No, sir. That stays on Chandy's three and two. Del Rice, the runner at first. Hazel is over at third. One out, second is open. Base hit into right field for Red Chaindienst. He drives in his second run in the series. Coming in to score, Hazel from third. It's now 3-1 in favor of the Yankees. Going down to second base to hold on is Rice. The number three, run number one off Turley. On the batter stepping up is Johnny Logan. Logan walked back in the first inning. That's strike one to him. The only base hit this fine shortstop has had in the entire series has been a home run. One for six. Nice curve, strike two. Eddie Matthews in the on-deck circle. Hey, hey, hey. 
nicely in there. That's strike two. Take it all back at strike three. Uh, Logan questioned the two, and uh, plate umpire McKinley said that was the third one. Well, Logan has called out on strikes. And particularly his second strikeout. The batter now will be at Matthews. There are two outs and two on last half of the second inning. Matthews still looking for his first World Series hit. Foul back for the first strike. Last half of the second inning, two on, two out, three one the score. The Yankees leading it. Terry having his trouble here in the second inning. That's ball one. Chain needs to run at first base. Runner at second is Del Rice. Inside the ball two. Two one count on Eddie Matthews. Pulled it too much off the right field side. Now with a full count on Matthews here and two down, the runners at first and second can be off and moving when Turley throws. Jane Dinkst and Rice. Pitch ball four, that loads him up. So for the second time in the ball game, the Braves have the bases loaded. 
Aaron popped a shortstop in the first inning. He's over one. That's ball one. Aaron checking up for the signals down at third base. Ran around and splashed into him. Little low. That's ball two. Del Rice, the runner at third base. Red chain Dean over at second. And at first base, Eddie Matthews. Fly ball to right field. Hank Bauer back to the cinder track. Whack in the mitt. He's got it. That does it. One run, two hits. Three men left on. And so at the end of the second inning, the score is the Yankees three and the Braves have one. Looks in the third game of the series. Here are your totals for two innings of play. New York three runs, two hits, no errors. And Milwaukee one run, three hits, one error. Juan Pizarro getting ready to pitch to the Yankees in the third. He'll go to Mantle, to Berra, and to McDougal. And then Simpson if needed. Mickey Mantle in the first inning drew a base on balls. And ultimately came around on a scoring fly ball by McDougal to uh, score a run for the Yankees. One of the three scored in the first inning. Mickey Mantle hitting right-handed against left-handed Pizarro. Ball one. Hit up the middle in the center field for a base hit. Hank Aaron to play it in, and Mantle will hold up the single. That'll be the first hit off for Zaron, give the Yankees their third base hit of the ball game. And here's Yogi Berra. Berra walked and scored a run in the first inning. Ball one. Ball two. Nothing count with Crossetti putting the signs on for the boys. Ball back out of play, and Yogi's count now is two and one. Kicking foul. Two balls, two strikes. Mantle all the way around on his way to third. Cuts back across the diamond to first. Yogi Barras had just one base hit in the series. One for seven. 
right back almost to us. The count on Barris, two balls, two strikes. Mantle at first, no out, stop at the third. The Yankees lead it, three to one. High ball three. Full count on Yogi Berra, three two. Mantle runner at first base. Mantle goes. Base hit to right field. Moves Mantle down to second. He'll wheel on around to third. As Hazel fires that ball in. There's Mantle at third base. Yogi Berra at first with a single to right. Moving Mantle to third with nobody out here in the top of third. Joe McDougall, the batter. Scoring fly ball in the first inning. Got in Mantle from third base. Not charged with a time at bat. He's still looking for his second series hit. He's one for eight. Number 22 there, the big tall fellow, is Gene Connolly. Braves right-hander. Starting to heat up down the pen. Now let's see what happens with Gil McDougal. Ball one. Simpson is the batter in the on-deck circle. He's to follow McDougal. Right in there for the strike. One ball, one strike on McDougal. Yogi Berra is a runner at first base. Runner at third, Mickey Mantle. No outs, top of the third. Strike in, the count is one and two. Eddie Matthews got uh, Mantle in a rundown and gets the tag out. Well, Rack this one up as a fielder's choice. McDougal's going getting to first base, Barrow over to second. And Mantle caught in the rundown between third and home. Put out going to third baseman Matthews. 5 2 5 if you're keeping score with us. We have the first out in the top of the third inning. Simpson uh, moving back to the dugout. He's due up as the batsman. Moving back, we may have a pinch hitter for him. We will have a pinch hitter for Simpson. Against this left-handed pitcher, Juan Pizarro, Elston Howard is being called in out of the bullpen. He'll bat for Simpson.
checking up on Elston Howard's record as a batsman in World Series play. He's two for three, batting at 667. He appeared in the first ball game at one for two. And in the second game had uh, one for one. Here's Austin Howard coming out. we back for Simpson. The Yankees leading it three to one here in the top of the third inning as they send Elston Howard up now to bat for Harry Simpson. One out, two on. Barra at second and McDougal at first. The score is three to one. The Yankees leading the Braves. Strike one. Yogi Barra wandering away from second. Inside on the pitch. One ball, one strike. Bill McDougal, the runner at first. Yogi Berra at second. One out, top of third inning. Inside, ball two. In the on-deck circle, waiting to go next is young Jerry Lumpy. Two-two count on pinch hitter Elston Howard. All three, full count, three-two. Now it's hard to check up for his signals with Frankie Crosetti down at third base. With one out, runners at first and second at a 3-2 count. Let's see what the runners are going to do, whether they'll hold or go. The runners go. A ball four count at the plate. That loads up the bases. McDougal moving off to second. That moves Yogi Barrett down to third. With Elston Howard, pinch hitting for Simpson, drawing a base on balls. The second from Cesaro. And the batter coming up now will be Jerry Lumpy. This is second time up. He retired to side in the first inning with a fly ball to right field. And Lumpy is being called away from the plate. To say something with uh, Jerry Coleman. That's Coleman talking to Lumpy. The base is loaded here in the top third inning. One out. The Yankees lead it 3-1. And Pizarro is in a tight spot. 
Nice curve, strike one. Yogi Berg, runner at third for the Yankees. Over at second is Gil McDougall. And the runner at first is Elston Howard, having hit for Simpson and draw, draw a walk. One out, the base is loaded. Top to third. Base hit into right field. Bob Hazel plays it in. McDougall is coming in to score right after Barra. Elston Howard winds up at third base. Oh, two runs are belted in by Jerry Lumpy single in the right field. Trying to will pitch first of all here to Jerry Coleman, second baseman of the Yankees, here in inning number three. The situation here in the top of the third inning is Jerry Lumpy at first base, Elston Howard over at third. Second is open. Two runs have scored here in the third inning for the Yankees. And they are leading in the ball game now five to one. They have five runs on five hits and have committed no errors. And Milwaukee one run on three hits and they have committed one error. That charge to starting pitcher Bob Buell. Gene Conley, one of the tallest men around in baseball. About six, eight and a half. This boy could have had himself probably a brilliant career as a professional basketball player, but he chose baseball and the Braves have been mighty happy he has. Cashew came in with a slate on this telecast this afternoon. The Yankees went out in front immediately in the first inning, picking up three runs on two hits and leaving a man. After Bauer had uh, hit back to the mound, was thrown out, young Tony Kubek stepped up and hit a home run over the right field screen, then back-to-back walks to Madeline Barron. Both of those men scored. McDougal had a scoring fly ball in the inning, and uh, Simpson, who began the ball game and was hit for here in the third by Howard, Sent a single up the middle to drive in a run. And the Yankees picked up three. Then the Braves came back in the first inning. After Hazel had walked and Rice singled him down to second base, a wild pitch moved him to third. And Chandine singled him home with a rifle shot into right field. And that was the Braves scoring. Now the Yankees are back at it again here in the third. See what happens now with Coleman. The pop-up back to third base. Eddie Matthews making the play. And there's the second out. The batter now will be pitcher Don Larson, who came on in relief of Turley in the second inning. After Turley had gone one and two-thirds and was having trouble, Don Larson was called out of the pen and got the third out in the inning and did so with the bases loaded. He had Hank Aaron fly to right field. So Larson's making his first appearance now as a batsman. Top of the third inning. The Yankees have scored two times. On two base hits, make it three base hits.
attempted bunt for the base hit is fouled. That's strike one. Larson, a fair hitting pitcher, had a percentage of 250 as a batsman for the season. Runner at first base, young Jerry Lumpley. Over third, Elston Howard. It's ball one. One ball, one strike on Don Larson. ball to right field. That's pretty well tagged. Hazel going over. Can he get it? It is foul. Into the bleachers, foul. But through telling you this guy Larson can hit that ball pretty well. Had it not been for the 17 mile an hour wind that's blowing across from left field toward right, that ball may have stayed fair. One ball, two strike count on Don Larson. Two down here in the top of the third. Two runners on. The Yankees have scored twice, and they're leading it five to one. Low ball two. Dustin Howard, the Yankee runner at third. Over at first, Jerry Lumpy. Young fellow has shown quite well in the series. He has two for three as a batsman. Bounding ball is foul up the third base side. Down stays 2 2 on Larson. Gene Connolly, the third of the Braves pitchers, trying to close it out here in the third inning. Eddie Matthews, the third baseman, makes a play across the diamond to first to Adcock in time, and that's all there is for the Yankees here in the third inning. Two runs, three hits, two left on. And so at the middle of the third inning, the score is New York five, Milwaukee one. We go to the last half of inning number three. And going to first base for the New York Yankees, Elston Howard, who hit for Harry Simpson in the third inning and drew a walk. So it's Elston Howard, the only change in the Yankee lineup. Don Larson, of course, having relieved in the second inning, is coming out now to work the last half of third. And he'll go to Covington, Adcock, and Hazel in that order. As we move to the last half of third inning, it's five runs, five hits, no errors for the Yankees. For Milwaukee, one run, three hits, and one error. The one run and the three hits picked up by the Braves off starting pitcher Turley, who went one and two-thirds. And Larson, with the bases loaded in the second, got Aaron to fly to right field. So he got out of that one for the Yankees. And we'll see how he fares here in the bottom of the third. As he goes to Covington, who drew a walk in the first inning and is still batting at 500. Then will come Adcock, and then Hazel.
As the sun starts to play hide-and-seek with the clouds that have suddenly come up here at Milwaukee. A lot of shadows being cast over the field now. That wind is whipping up pretty well, coming in behind left. It's ball one to Covington. Right in there for the first strike. That'll be the second strike. Foul ball out of play. Downstairs, one ball, two strikes on Covington. picking up his first strikeout. That'll be the third grade to go down by strikes. Joe Adcock is the batter. Joe was called out on strikes in the first inning with the bases loaded. Retired to side. Ball one. Checked up in time. That's ball two. Two balls, one strike. Second strike and the count is two and two. Let up on McKinley and says that clock checked up in time. Pitch being low, runs the count to three and two. One out, nobody on, last of the third. Adcock, a 3-2 count. Be followed by Bob Hazel. See the catcher giving the signals out there? All wrapped down to shortstop. It's McDougal making the play to Elston Howard. And Adcock is up. 
Two down to third. Batter now is Bob Hazel. Come on, Bob. Hazel appeared at the plate in the second inning and walked. So this will be his first official at bat. Ball one. Two down, the base is empty in the third inning. The Yankees lead it five to one. Strike one. Ball two. Gil McDougal, the shortstop, making his play. He gets Hazel, and that retires the side. Nothing across in the third for Milwaukee. And so, at the end of the third inning, the score is the Yankees 5, Milwaukee 1. Pee-wee Reese has a way with Dodger rookies or Sandlot youngsters. Pee-wee, you do a lot of work with boys. Not work, Al. I like baseball and kids. I enjoy helping teenagers start right. Oh, that's around shaving age. And you give them pointers on personal appearance, too? Yes. A boy has more self-respect when he's clean-shaved. I tell him to use a Gillette razor, Al. You said it. The Gillette Super Speed Razor. And today there are three. Light for sensitive skin and most younger men. Regular for average skin and beard. Heavy for men who like the heft and feel of a heavier razor. Each is different, precisely engineered. One has the right blade edge exposure, edge angle, and weight to shave you in a breeze. Comfortable, good-looking shaves you may never have had before. And convenient, you change blades and rinse clean so. Ask for the World Series Spatial, where you see this display. Get the razor, Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser, and travel case for just $1, plus the 320-page baseball book, absolutely free. Now we're moving into the top half of inning number four, Milwaukee County Stadium. The total's at the end of three. The Yankees five runs, five hits, no errors, and Milwaukee one run, three hits, one error. For the Yankees, the top of the batting order, starting the third go-round, Hank Bauer. He's tapped back to the mound. He's walked in the ball game. He is 0 for 1. He'll be followed by Quebec and then by Mantle. Each time in the ball game that Bauer has come to the plate, he's faced a different pitcher. Starting pitcher Buell in the first inning. Juan Pizarro in the second, and now Gene Conley, third of the Braves pitchers. He'll face in the top of the fourth. One. 
Betty Matthews, the third baseman, back in the play. There's the first out in the fourth inning. Tony Kubek hit a home run in the first inning, then struck out in the second to retire the side. It's he coming up now. One for two. Ball one. back on the attempt bunt as the count now at one and one. Ball back to the second strike. One, two count. Milwaukee has again gone to action in their bullpen. Number 32 there is Ernie Johnson, relieved in the first ball game at Yankee Stadium. Ball hit into left center. It's in for the base hit. That's Hank Aaron playing it in. And Kubik is on. That'll be the first hit off Conley. And for the Yankees now, they've picked up six base hits. Mickey Mantle has walked and singled up the middle. He's one for one this afternoon. Strike one. Shot the throw to first. Not quite in time. One ball, one strike count. On Mickey Mantle. The runner at first is Tony Kubek. Ball two. Three balls and one strike is a count on Mantle. Kubek goes. 
long drive to right center field. It is a home run for Mickey Mantle. Mantle drives in a pair, gets a second hit, runs one and two off Conley, and it's seven to one now in favor of the New York Yankees. Yogi Berra, the batter. Yogi has walked the single to right and scored two runs. That pitch is ball one. Ball two. First strike. Count is two and one. The ball was called a fair ball on first base. And the toss to the pitcher covering. For the foot out. Talks to Conley on the put out. Casey Stengel coming out. Do a little talking about that one. National League umpire Augie Donatelli. The man calling to play at first base. That'll be the second Yankee out in the fourth inning. Better coming up now will be McDougal. Old Case on his way back to the bench now. Satisfied. He's had his say. Joe McDougal has had a scoring fly ball and has been a base runner on a fielder's choice and has scored a run this afternoon. The seven to one affair favor the Yankees. It's ball one to him. Foul off to the crowd for the first strike. One one count. For the Yankees here in the fourth inning, two runs on two hits. There are two down. The bases are empty right now. Ball two. Three balls and one strike. Down on Gil McDougall.
Ball four. Walked him. That'll be the first base on balls given up by Conley. Number 32, Elston Howard. Came on to bat for Simpson in the third inning and drew a pass. It's coming up now. Ball one. We're going to go on. Ball hit down to Matthews. A nice backhand stop for the third baseman. He throws to first base to get his man. That retires the side. Well, that's it in the fourth inning. Two runs on two base hits. There was a man left on. There were no errors. And so at the middle of the fourth inning, the score, New York 7, Milwaukee 1. We move into the last half of inning number four at Milwaukee County Stadium. And Del Rice will be the first man up for the Braves. The totals going into the last half of the fourth inning. New York seven runs on seven base hits, no errors. Milwaukee one run, three hits, and one error. Del Rice has one of the Milwaukee's three hits. He singled up the middle in the second inning. He's one for one. Now to face Don Larson. That's ball one. The Yankees scored three in the first, two in the third, and two in the fourth. The Braves' lone run came in the second inning. Strike one. The count is one ball, one strike. Half foul ball off the first base side, drifting to the stands. Down on Rice is one ball and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Rumpy from third base. Going across to first to get his man. That's the first out here in the fourth inning. Due to come up now is Conley, but it will not be Conley. It'll be Carl Sawatsky. He's somebody catcher. Sawatsky coming up to the plate in the regular season batted the 236 in 58 ball games. In the way of home runs, Carl hit six during the season, had 17 runs batted in. Carl Sawatsky from Little Rock, Arkansas. Small one to him. Ernie Johnson, who's been working out in the Braves bullpen will undoubtedly be on to pitch to the Yankees in the top half of the fifth inning. Ball two. There's number 32, Ernie Johnson, the right-hander. First 
For strike, the count is two and one on pinch hitter Sawatsky. That's the second strike. Two balls, two strikes. One out, bases empty, last half of the fourth. The Yankees lead it, seven to one. Strike three. Larson picks up his second strikeout. Red Shandings. But up twice, he has two base hits. Both of them singles to right field. Strike one. One ball, one strike. McDougal pulls a couple of steps over closer to second base. Ball two, two one. It's McDougal at shortstop. Moves around like he's playing on a checkerboard. Put up some nice defensive plays. Started some uh, fine defensive work in this series for the Yankees. A pitches ball three and it counts three one now on Chain Deanst. Strike two. Four count. Two down, bottom of the fourth, bases empty. Seven to one, the Yankees leading the Braves. Pop up. Out into center field. Going back as the second baseman coming on is Mickey Mantle. And it's Mantle making the catch. He almost dropped that one too, do you notice? Well, that's all in the fourth inning. But nothing across for the Milwaukee Braves. We were talking just a moment ago about uh, Gil McDougal. What a fine defensive job he's put up and how he moves around that diamond. Well, now, we're seeing right now is Ernie Johnson, the new pitcher of the Milwaukee Braves. Johnson relieved, if you recall, in the first ball game and wasn't in there very long. He pitched only two-thirds of an inning. Struck out uh, one man. He was uh, charged with no uh, hits or runs. Ernie Johnson making his second appearance in World Series play. We'll go in the top half of the fifth inning to the last third of the Yankee batting order, namely Lumpy, Coleman, and Larson. As we move to the top half of the fifth inning, your four inning totals read this way. For the New York Yankees, seven runs on seven base hits. They've committed no errors, and for Milwaukee, one run on three base hits and one error. In case you hooked up with a slate, the Yankees scored three times in the first inning, Came back with two in the third and two in the fourth to run their total of seven, while the lone Braves run came in the second inning. Oh, Jerry Lumpy, number 11, is coming up to the plate. He has one for two this afternoon and has driven in two of the seven Yankee runs. Single to right field in the third inning. 
Strike one. The outfield for Lumpy Strangelup plays him just about straight away. Rob Hazel in right field plays him uh, right deep. Johnson over to first base to Adcock. Lumpy is out. One away in the top of the fifth inning. That brings along Jerry Coleman, who's 0 for 2 this afternoon. In the second, he flied to left field, and in the third inning, popped up to third baseman Eddie Matthews. Strike one. Logan, the shortstop, making his play to get Coleman. That's the second out. The Yankee batter, when he makes his appearance, will be Don Larson. Here he comes. Made his first appearance at the plate in the third inning and bounced out third to first. Larson here relieved Bob Turley, the starting pitcher, after Bob had gone one and two third innings and got himself into a pack of trouble. Larson came on to retire the side. Strike one. The pitchers of record, as it now stands, will be Buell for um, the Braves, and it could be Larson, should he go on and finish this one in this style. His Turley went only one and two-thirds. One ball, one strike. The ball's well hit down the left field side. Is it fair or foul? It is foul. Over the fence foul. Well, if you recall, uh, back in the third inning, Larson sort of electrified the folks up here too, hitting one down the right field side to just hooked foul at the last minute. One ball, two strikes on Don Larson. Call strike three. Now Johnson picks up his first strikeout. In the fifth for the Yankees, nothing across. And so at the middle of the fifth inning, the score, New York seven, Milwaukee one. The New York Yankees lead Milwaukee seven to one as we move into the last half of the fifth inning, and Johnny Logan will be the first man up for the... Milwaukee Braves. It's been a lot of fun to be with you the first half of this ball game this afternoon. And now to carry on is a guy I know will bring you every bit of the sparkling action on the field and make his two comments about them. So uh, let's lean back down and listen to my sidekick, Mel Allen. Mel, how about it? Hello there, everybody. The Milwaukee Braves fans, as you can hear in the background, are yelling for action. A tremendously partisan crowd, as you would naturally expect. Strike one to Johnny Logan, who walked and took a third strike in his two previous appearances. Don Larson, in relief of Bob Turley. 
since the second inning with two outs. In there, strike two, fastball, to the outside corner. Yankees seven, Milwaukee one. It's the last half of the fifth inning. Matthews on deck and Aaron to follow. with a single to center. And that is the first hit given up by Darn Larson. It is the fourth Milwaukee hit. Eddie Matthews popped the third and walked. Strike one. Outside. One ball, one strike. One ball, two strikes to count on Eddie Matthews. Johnny Logan on first base, Elston Howard playing behind him. Balls, two strikes. Yogi Berra giving the sign to Don Larson. The high bouncer and it's foul. Count remains, two balls, two strikes. Johnny Logan retreating to first base. Nobody out, one on. It's ball three, full count. Yankees seven, Milwaukee one, last half of the fifth inning. Foul ball. A World Series souvenir for some lucky fan. back and it hit our monitor which is all right with our monitor 
Full count on Eddie Matthews. Nobody out last half the fifth inning. And the Milwaukee fans again start yelling for action. The high fly ball to left. Kubek makes the catch. And Logan retreats to first. One down, and here is cleanup man Hank Aaron, who popped to short and flying to right. One of the most dangerous hitters in baseball. Yogi Berra flashing the sign to Larson. Ball one outside. The 60 foot 6 inch distance from the pitching rubber to home plate looks uh, somewhat shorter as our center field camera works in on the action. Outside, ball two. You can watch Barras. He'll go down now to give the sign to Larson. Yogi will see how Aaron takes his stance and then flashes sign. A high foul out of playoff first. Two balls, one strike on Hank Aaron. It's the last half of the fifth inning. Yankees seven, Milwaukee one. Johnny Logan on first base. One out, Hank Aaron at the plate. Don Larson in relief of Bob Turley, the pitcher. It's high. Three balls, one strike. Wes Covington to follow. And there he is. We'll watch Logan to see if he's playing it safely or running. Playing it safely. There's a drive to deep right center field. That ball is going, going, it's gone. center field screen. His first World Series homer, third hit. Two runs batted in, and it is now 7-3 with Wes Covington, who walked and struck out the bat. Ball one. Hank Aaron, who hit 44 home runs during the regular National League season to match the number he wears on his back. Excites the Braves fans. Ball two. Don Larson, who came on to relieve Turley in the second inning with two outs, and Breeze to this inning, before allowing a hit, has given up two hits and two runs.
Ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Ball four, and he's aboard. And that's the first pass issued by Larson. is the Braves batter. Larson had retired six men in a row in relief of Curley before running into this fifth inning activity on the part of the Braves. Adcock took a third strike and grounded to short. Larson pitching to Joe Adcock with Bob Hazel to follow. West Covington on first base. One out, and the Braves have exploded for two runs on Hank Aaron's two-run homer. Strike three. Joe Adcock. Third strikeout victim of Larson. The fifth Brave to go down on strikes. Shirley struck out two. And the rookie sensation Bob Hazel. He walked and grounded to short. Yankee seven. Milwaukee three. Last of the fifth inning. Two outs. stepping out to have a look at Connie Ryan down third, see if any signs flashed his way. It's a ball, one and one. Hazel again looking down at Connie Ryan. There's Connie, the third base coach. Kubek makes the catch. The side is retired. Two runs, two hits, no errors, one left on. And so, at the end of the fifth inning, the score is New York 7, Milwaukee 3. Moving into the first half of the sixth inning. Yankees 7, Braves 3. 
And it's the top of the New York order. Hank Bauer, Tony Kubek, and Mickey Mantle. With Ernie Johnson, the fourth Braves pitcher who came on in the fifth inning on the mound. Strike one. Bauer tapped to the box, walked, and grounded to third. Got him on that sidearm pitch. Strike two. into submission for the second strikeout for Johnson and the third time that the Yankees have been returned on strikes. Milwaukee-born Tony Kubek, the rookie of the year in the American League, playing in his first World Series and his first game in his own hometown, hit a home run in the first inning. Strike one. Then he struck out in singles, so he's had two for three. to Adcock. Two down. Now coming to bat is Mickey Mantle who walked single to center and hit his ninth World Series homer. Strike one. Strike two. And the crowd is roaring with every strike thrown in by Ernie Johnson, who makes his winter residence here in Milwaukee. Ball one, and Del Rice is started away from the plate, didn't like the call. And he and Bill McKinley are having a little day to tape. One ball, two strikes. Ball two, two, two. Ernie Johnson from Brattleboro, Brattleboro, Vermont, pitching to Mickey Mantle. And it's ball three, three and two. Foul tip and drop. Count remains three and two. In the bullpen is Don McMahon.
Ball four. Mantle walks for the second time in the game. The sixth pass issued by Milwaukee pitchers. Coming to bat, Yogi Barrow, who walked, single to right, and grounded to first. First half of the sixth inning. Third game of the World Series. The teams are even in wins, one each. The score, Yankees seven, Braves three, two outs. Ball one. Johnson, as you noted, was watching Mantle very closely. With a steel situation present. Although with Barra up, Mickey may not be running, particularly because of his bad leg, but that's sheer speculation. Let's see what happens. That must have hit the bat. Foul tip back. One ball, one strike. Fly ball foul down the left field line and out of play. One ball, two strikes. Little roller to Matthews. Glad retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. And so at the middle of the sixth inning, the score is Yank seven, Braves three. Last half of the sixth inning at Milwaukee County Stadium. Del Rice, who singled the center and grounded to third, is the first Milwaukee batter. Joe Collins and Johnny Cooks have gone into the Yankee bullpen. Collins possibly to replace Elston Howard later on. Cooks as a possible replacement of Larson if need be. Lumpy to Howard. One away. Third to first. Ernie Johnson is the scheduled batter. The Milwaukee bullpen is alerted and we may have a pinch hitter. Frank Torre will hit for Ernie Johnson. Frank Torrey, a six foot four, 200 pounder from Brooklyn, New York. Soon to be 26 years old. Generally used late in the game as a defensive replacement for Adcock, but who performed most ably at first base in the absence of Adcock when he was hurt during the season. Batted 272. Don McMahon warming up again for the Braves. One out, sixth inning. Ball one. Yank seven. 
Braves three. Strike one. One and one. Don McMahon in the bullpen for Milwaukee. He'll be coming in when we move into the seventh inning. Coleman to Howard, second to first, two away. And now to the top of the Milwaukee order. And the veteran likable switch hitting Red Chaindanst, who's had two for three, two singles to right and flied to center. A great field leader of the Braves. He drove in their first run. Ball one. In there, strike one, one and one. Six foot four, 215 pound Don Larson from San Diego in relief of Bob Turley. There's a line drive for Shane Deans, the third hit of the game. Bauer whipping the throw in, and Shane Deans holds with a single. And the throw cleared Coleman, but McDougal backed up. Stepping in, Johnny Logan, who walked, took a third strike, and singled to center. Strike one. Red Chaindanst on first base with his 11th World Series hit, having acquired seven with the Cardinals against the Red Sox in the 46 World Series. Foul back. No balls, two strikes on Johnny Logan. Two men out, last of the sixth inning. New York seven, Milwaukee three. Eddie Matthews looking around the crowd. Oh, that's the bat boy, Matthews looking ahead on deck. Base hit. Shane Dean stops at second. And Eddie Matthews coming up. With two down in the sixth inning, singles by Shane Deanst and Logan have set the Braves up in a threatening position with Eddie Matthews coming to bat and Hank Aaron on deck. And the Yankee bullpen alerted. Art Dittmar throwing. 
There's Dittmar, number 28. Now he's walking to sit down. Someone else is getting up. Bob Grimm. Strike one. Bob Grimm and Bob Chance both are throwing for New York. Ball one. One and one. Matthews at bat. There's Chance number 30 and Grimm number 55. Warming up for the Yankees. The Braves threatening again here in the sixth inning. Ball two, two and one. Johnny Logan on first base, Red Shane Deanst on second. Don Larson, who has been in there since the second inning with two outs in relief of Turley. Tagged for two-run homer by Aaron last inning. And two two-out singles so far in this inning. Inside, ball three. Connie Ryan giving a sign to Eddie Matthews. Eddie knows whether to be on his own or taken. Three balls, one strike. Two out, two on. Yank seven, Braves three, sixth inning. who hit a two-run homer last inning over the right center field screen after having popped to short and flied to right. Find Shane Deanst on third, Logan on second, Matthews on first. The tying run is at the plate for Milwaukee, and the bullpens are busy. Lumpy will have to hurry in time to get in and the sides retired and Howard may have been spiked Elston Howard may have been spiked on the play he is examining himself the side is retired no runs two hits no errors and three men left on and so at the end of the sixth inning the score is New York seven Milwaukee three Yankee Bauer would climb the wall for an out and break your arm before you'd give up his glove. What's with that glove, Hank? Fits my hand like it was made for me, Mal. Speaking of fit, how's your Gillette Super Speed Razor? Fits my beard like it was made for me. It feels good and keeps my face looking good. That figures because today there are three Super Speeds. One made for you. Light is for lighter beards. Regular for average skin and beards and the heavy for dense, heavy, hard-to-shave beards. Each is differently engineered. One has the right blade edge exposure, edge angle, and weight to give you those easy up-and-atom shaves. The Gillette Super Speed is convenient. You change blade, zip, and rinse it clean. One dollar in handy case for the dispenser of those smooth Gillette Blue Blades.
try it. Moving into the seventh inning of the third game of the World Series. The Yankees leading seven to three. Hank Aaron in a tense situation being retired at first on a close play marking the third time in this game that the Braves have left the bases loaded. Don McMahon was warming up along with Bob Trowbridge. Fred Haney has signaled for Bob Trowbridge to come in. The six foot 180 pounder from Hudson, New York. 27 years old. Acted in uh, both a starting and relieving capacity during the regular season for the Milwaukee Braves. And toward the end of the season had come on and pitched beautiful baseball. Al Halper uh, sitting alongside us on the other side of the Gillette microphone saw him work many games. Al, he, he came on very well, particularly late in the season, didn't he? That's right, because he had suddenly found his stuff, as the boys say. His control was pretty good. And they find that this fellow is a pretty good competitor, too, Mel. And uh, he isn't afraid to come in with that ball when he's got trouble on the bases behind him. Trowbridge had a record of seven wins and five losses, but saved many more games and earned run average of 3.6. At first base for Milwaukee is Frank Torre. Torre batted for Johnson in the sixth inning and thus will bat ninth in the order. There he is tying his shoe. And uh, Trowbridge will necessarily have to bat in Adcock's place, which is sixth in the order, with Adcock having departed the game and Torrey having hit for the pitcher and staying in must hit ninth. Those of you who are keeping a scorecard at home, we mention that so you can put Trowbridge following Covington in the Braves' batting order. As the game began, the sun was shining brightly. Around noontime, it was 60 degrees. But now, the 17-mile-an-hour wind blowing off Lake Michigan, some five miles from here, has blown over some dark clouds, and the lights have been turned on as we play in the seventh inning. McDougal looks at a strike. Ball one, one and one. McDougal hit a sacrifice fly, grounded a third into a fielder's choice play and drew a pass. Ball two, two and one. Ball three, three and one. Trowbridge is the fifth Milwaukee pitcher. Too short of the record established, you'll recall, in the second game of the World Series last year when the Yankees used seven against Brooklyn. Ball four. The seventh base on balls issued by Milwaukee pitchers. Elston Howard who replaced Harry Simpson at first base in the third inning and drew a pass, grounded third his last time at bat. 
Foul tip on the bunt. Strike one. Eddie Matthews in close at third. There goes the runner. And the throw down is not in time as McDougal steals second. The first stolen base in this series. One ball, one strike. Bob Trowbridge pitching to Elston Howard. It's in there as he took the pitch. One ball, two strikes. It's in there for called strike three. Elston Howard watching the curveball. And now Jerry Lumpy comes to bat. 24-year-old rookie from Warsaw, Missouri. Called up from Richmond after the middle of the season. Starting his first World Series game. Though he appeared as a pinch hitter earlier. Flied to right, singled, and bunted. New York 7, Milwaukee 3, 7th inning, 1 out. Ball one. It's in there for a strike, one and one. Don McMahon warming up again for Milwaukee. The high fly ball into short center. Aaron coming on. Logan out. Aaron makes the catch. Two down. And the batter is Jerry Coleman, who flied to left, popped to third, and grounded to short. First half of the seventh inning. Yankee seven. Braves three. Bob Buell for you late viewers started worked two thirds of an inning allowed two hits and three runs one Pizarro an inning in the third three hits and two runs Conley an inning in two thirds allowed two hits and two runs. Nice save by Del Rice. One and two-thirds innings that Pizarro pitched. And then Johnson came on in the fifth. Blanked the Yanks and Trowbridge here in the seventh. It's in there for a strike. One and one. 
inside. Ball two, two and one. Gil McDougal on second base as a result of a walk and a steal of second. stuff. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Outside, ball three, full count. Del Rice, who appeared in the 46 series with the Cardinals, is quite a capable receiver. And it is outside ball four. Coleman on first, McDougal on second. And Don Larson coming up to bat. Larson grounded a third and took a third strike in his two appearances. But on each occasion, you see him pausing uh, with Hank Bauer on deck. He narrowly missed home runs, hitting one foul into the right field stands and one foul into the left field stands. Yanks seven, Braves three, two out, seventh inning. Ball one. Ball two. Hank Bauer on deck. Strike one, two and one. Jerry Coleman on first. Gil McDougald on second. Two outs. Two balls, one strike. Larson gave Frank Sicori of Fort Huron, Michigan, and Nestor Shylack of Scranton, Pennsylvania, a lot to look at when he fouled off those two homers, those two foul homers. Three balls, one strike. They're the two foul line umpires. Three balls, one strike. Strike two. A full count on Don Larson. And with two outs, McDougal on second, Coleman on first will be off and running with the pitch. There they go. It's a high foul bounder. Eddie Matthews tried to field. Jocko Conlon making the call.
Bill McKinley. Back to the plate. Del Rice going down to give the sign to Bob Trowbridge. Two outs and a full count on Larson. Yanks seven, Braves three, seventh inning. There they go. Ball four, and the bases are loaded. Trowbridge has walked three men while retiring two in the inning. And the batter is Hank Bauer, who tapped to the box, walked, grounded a third, and struck out. Nothing for three. Don Larson adjusting his windbreaker down at first base, and we're all set to go. With Coleman on second and McDougal on third, two outs in the seventh inning. Ball one. There have been many bases loaded situations in this ball game today. Hit out over second. McDougal scores. Coleman rounds third. Comes in to score. Larson stops at second. And the Yankees lead nine to three. As Hank Bauer, the hustling Marine, singles to center. And the base on balls have come back to haunt Bob Trowbridge. If you have ever seen a greater World Series debut by a hometown boy go against the hometown team than Tony Kubek, who isn't yet 21, two homers in the game, five runs in, Mantle takes a strike. 12 to 3, New York. Four runs batted in by Kubek. It's a high fly to left. The wind blowing it in and Covington had to hurry. And the side is retired. Five runs for New York. Two hits. No Braves errors. No Yankees left aboard. And so at the middle of the seventh inning, the score is New York 12, Milwaukee 3. The paid attendance, 45,804. Tony Kubek's homer, his second. There is Joe Collins, who has taken over at first base for Elston Howard. Tony Kubek's homer, his second of the game, marked the 14th time that had been accomplished in World Series play, two homers in one game, Barra having last done it on October 10th of last year. Last half of the seventh inning, West Covington, the batter. Strike one. Walked, struck out, and walked. Uh, 
Ball one, one and one. Outside, ball two, two and one. Three, high and away, fastball, three and one. Foul ball. Bounced off the chest protector, shoulder, left shoulder of Yogi. Full count on Covington. It's a high pop. Foul. Lumpy, the third baseman, makes the catch. Bob Trowbridge, who is scheduled to bat, will not come up. Nippy Jones will bat for Trowbridge, who had to hit sixth in the order with Torrey who hit for Ernie Johnson staying in the game at first base and thus batting ninth and Atcock going out. Strike one. Nippy Jones second appearance in the series. Nothing for one. Ball one. One and one. Jones hit for Johnson in the seventh inning of the first game. Ball two, two and one. McDougal. To Collins, short to first. Two down. And Bob Hazel is coming to bat. Drew a pass, grounded to short, and flying to left. Ball one. There's a high drive into right center. Mantle and Bauer moving over, and Hank calls for it. The wind blowing from left over to the line forces the uh, call to be made as to which one will take the play like that. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And so at the end of the seventh inning, the score is Yankees 12, Braves 3. The seven inning totals as Don McMahon is caught by our center field camera walking toward the mound. The sixth Milwaukee pitcher, the one short of the World Series record. The Yankees, 12 runs, nine hits, no errors. Milwaukee, three runs, seven hits, and one error. The Yankees have stranded six and Milwaukee, ten.
Don McMahon is making his second appearance in the series. A six foot two, 215 pounder from Brooklyn, New York. 27 years old. He worked two innings. The first game of the series. And turned in a beautiful job. Coming on in the seventh inning against the Yankees in the first game of the series and striking out two men. He worked two innings all told and gave up two hits and no runs. Joined the Braves on June 26th of this year and his record of two wins, three losses were not at all indicative of his fine pitching. Worked in relief on 32 occasions and only five games was the opposition able to score and earn run. An earn run average of 1.53 for 47 innings. Yogi Berra, the batter. The looping pop on the first pitch, Eddie Matthews in foul territory. One down in the eighth inning. Yogi had one for three previously, a single. Barrow fouls out to Matthews on the first pitch. Gil McDougal, nothing for one. Strike one. Twice his walk in the sacrifice fly, not being charged at times as bad. Once hit the third into a fielder's choice play. Strike two. It is entirely possible, if the Yankees maintain their lead, that Warren Spahn may come back tomorrow for Milwaukee. Ball one. This is the first series since 1946 that there have been open dates for traveling, thus allowing the managers an additional day to rest pitchers. Ball two, two, two. Giving them the opportunity, there's Joe Collins on deck to repeat with pitchers more frequently than in series where there are no open dates for traveling. Ball three. Full count. Ball four. And McDougal walks for the third consecutive time. Ten passes the Yankees have received. Joe Collins coming to bat for the first time in this game. The third first baseman the Yankees have used and the second time in the series that Casey's used three first basemen in a given game. Ball one. The injury of course to Bill Scourin forced Casey Stengel to use Elston Howard a right handed hitter at first base. The ball gets away and McDougal gets on down to second. It apparently was not a foul tip. It is a pass ball charged to Del Rice. Eighth inning. 12 to 3, New York. 
One ball, two strikes. A hasty check. Five of the ten passes the Yankees have received have resulted in runs. Ball two, two, two. Foul ball. The Yankee pitcher tomorrow could either be Whitey Ford again or Tom Sturdivant. Most likely, Tom Sturdivant. Two balls, two strikes. Strike three call of fastball just below the shoulders. Two men out. Joe Collins called out on strikes. Five Yankees have gone down on strikes. Jerry Lumpy, the batter. Foul ball. Out of play down the left field line. Lumpy's had one for three. A two-run single in the third inning. McDougal on second base. Two outs. One and one the count now on Jerry Lumpy. In there for a strike, one and two. Indicative of the advantage the Yankees have taken of the bases on balls is the fact that they've had only nine hits while scoring 12 runs. Foul ball. McDougal returning to second. For late viewers, Bob Turley had started for New York. Larson relieved him in the second. And for Milwaukee, Buell worked two-thirds of an inning as a starter, followed by Pizarro, Conley, Johnson, Trowbridge, and McMahon. There are two outs. Two balls, two strikes. Lumpy is retired. McMahon to Torrey. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. And so at the middle of the eighth inning, the score is New York 12, Milwaukee 3. Moving into the last half, the eighth inning, Bell Rice is coming to bat for Milwaukee. And may we interpolate the information that at the conclusion of this third game of the World Series, 
Del Rice has had one for three. Ball one. Ball two. Ball three. Strike one, three and one. Frank Torrey is hitting ninth in the order and then Red Shane Deanst. Ball four. Del Rice draws a pass to open the last of the eighth for Milwaukee. And here is Frank Torrey, who hit for Ernie Johnson in the sixth inning and remained in the game, replacing Adcock at first. He grounded to second. We're going to have a runner for Del Rice. John DeMerritt. Strike one. John DeMerritt from Port Washington, Wisconsin. Running for Rice. Foul ball. digs four near the stands. No advance. Torrey fouls out to Barra. Red Chaindienst comes to bat. He's had three for four. Johnny Logan on deck. Strike one. Number 55 warming up for New York is Bob Grimm. Number 16 is Whitey Ford loosening up for a later start. Grimm preparing to come into the game if need be. A high fly ball is short left the wind and there's McDougal out in front of Kubek. The wind holds up those balls today. It's blowing in from left to right. It's some 17 miles per hour and a ball that an outfielder starts out for sometimes has to be or one that a center fielder may start after into right center will wind up being handled by a right fielder. Two down and the batter Johnny Logan. He's had two for three. 
Ball one. Larson has walked three men. Turley walked four. Been a total of 17 in the game. Fouled off. One ball, one strike. It's the last half of the eighth inning. The Yankees 12, the Braves 3. John Demerit running for Rice, a Milwaukee bonus player. Two balls, one strike. Outside, ball three, three and one. Three balls, one strike. Balls fouled off of Yogi's mask and spun up in the air into the stands. And the top-coated folks battle for a souvenir. It was 60 degrees approximately at noon. It is cooler than that now. There goes Demerit, and there's a drive to right center. Bauer racing over for it, a grab to retire the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on, and so at the end of the eighth inning, the score is New York 12, Milwaukee 3. First half of the ninth inning. And back to the plate now for Milwaukee is Del Crandall replacing Del Rice, for whom John Demerit ran in the last of the eighth inning. Batting for New York is Jerry Coleman with Don Larson to follow and then leadoff man Hank Bauer. Coleman, nothing for three. Walk once. Ball one. Don McMahon on the mound for Milwaukee. The sixth Braves pitcher. Ball two. Time didn't permit, but we might have added in the last of the eighth that the ball that Logan hit was pretty well tagged. Ball three. The line drive that Hank went into right center to catch. Strike one, three and one. Strike two. And it's in there for call strike three as Don McMahon behind on the count three and nothing just fired three through there. And Coleman is called out on strikes. Don Larson, nothing could do, walked once, coming to bat. 
A round of applause for Larson for his outstanding relief job in replacement of Bob Turley. Strike one. It's in there. Strike two. Ball one, one and two. Hank Bauer on deck. Two balls, two strikes. Yankees 12, Braves 3, first of the ninth. Ball three, full count. Matthews, Aaron, and Covington are the first three men up for Milwaukee, the last of the ninth. Ball four, Don Larson walks. The second given up by McMahon. The 11th the Yankees have received. Hank Bauer, who drove in two runs with the seventh inning bases loaded single, walked once, one for four overall. He's just taking a look at. There's a little dribbler to Shane Dance. And now they've gotten Bauer out, and Larson's letting Torrey just come along and tag him out for the double play. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. And the score at the end of eight and one half innings of play, the Yankees 12, Milwaukee 3. The fourth game of the series. Crowd today of 45,804. Some of them have begun to leave as the Yankees lead 12 to 3 in the last of the ninth. Don Larson relieved Bob Turley in the second inning with two outs after Turley had given up a run. Bob had been in trouble in both the first and second innings. Larson gave up a two run homer to Hank Aaron in the fifth inning. The Yankees scored three runs off Buell, two off Pizarro, two off Conley. And in the seventh inning, they scored five times off Bob Trowbridge. An inning featured by Tony Kubek's second home run of the game. Mantle has homered, and so has Aaron. Now here is Eddie Matthews leading off last of the ninth. Ball one. Matthews, nothing for two, has walked twice.
high, ball two. Ball three, three balls, no strikes. Yogi Berra back of the plate. We'll flash the sign to Don Larson. And it's ball four. Matthews walks for the third time. The fourth pass, Larson has issued. Turley gave up four and an inning in two-thirds. Nineteen passes in this game altogether. And Hank Aaron steps in. One for four, two-run homer in the fifth inning over the right center field fence. Strike one. The total of base on balls, as you see West Covington on deck, approximates the World Series record. We will check it. There's a base hit by Hank Aaron. Matthews stops at second. And now West Covington walked twice, struck out and fouled a third. And Bob Grimm gets the signal to warm up for New York. Strike one. There will be a pinch hitter for McMahon. Andy Papko is out on deck. He will hit for McMahon. There's a fly ball out into left field. Kubek makes the catch. One down. Andy Papko. Hitting for Don McMahon. The base on balls total in this game has set a new World Series record, the previous total being 16 by two teams. Strike one. We have had a total of 19 in this game. Ball, and the count is one and one. Andy Papko hitting for Don McMahon. Bob Hazel to follow. Matthews on second, Aaron on first, one out. Last of the ninth, Yanks leading 12-3. There's a drive to deep left. That ball is going... Just barely went foul. Nestor Shylak, the left field foul line umpire, 
went right down the line, gave it the long look, and then called it. Andy Papko, pinch hitting for Don McMahon, almost had himself a three-run home run. One ball, two strikes. Two two. Hank Aaron on first and Eddie Matthews on second. High ball three, three and two. Larson appears to be tiring. Full count on. Andy Papko, appearing in his third World Series. Ball four. I think the pitch hit him. I'm not sure whether it nudged his uh, uniform or not. But in any case, he's on. I think it was just ball four. The bases are now loaded with one out. The fifth pass that Larson has issued. And the batter is Bob Hazel, who walked, grounded to short, flying to left, and flying to right. The 20th base on balls. Nine given up by Jerley and Larson, and 11 by Buell, Pizarro, Conley, Johnson, Trowbridge, and McMahon. Three men aboard, one out. Ball one. You can officially put uh, Papco down in your book as being hit by a pitched ball. It's a high foul that may be out of play and is. We have checked and the 3-2 pitch to Papco, which we thought might have brushed his uniform, did. He is officially scored as having reached base, being hit by a pitched ball. Matthews on third, Aaron on second, Papco on first. Ball two, two and one. Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron, Andy Papco. One out, last of the ninth inning. Foul ball out of play. Rolling under the seats. Look at that happy lady. Oh, is she happy. She will remember that as long as she lives. Two balls, two strikes. Bob Hazel, the batter. One out, three on. Last half of the ninth inning. Foul ball.
Ball three. Full count. Full count on Bob Hazel with the bases loaded and one out in the last of the ninth inning. It's a high pop. And the infield fly rule is called. The batter's automatically out. Two down. McDougal made the catch. The infield fly rule, which says that with runners on first and second, or first, second, and third with less than two down, if the batter hits a pop-up, which in the judgment of the umpire can be handled by an infielder, the batter's automatically called out. A rule devised to protect the base runner to prevent the infielders from deliberately dropping a ball to start a double or triple play. With two down, here is Del Crandall, up for his first time in the game. Ball one. Crandall replaced Rice back for plate when Demerit ran for Rice in the eighth inning. It's a high pop foul, and it is out of play. Del Crandall is two for seven in the series. He's the regular Braves catcher, but Bob Buell started, and he is more accustomed to working with Del Rice. Strike two, one and two. One ball, two strikes, two down. Don Larson, who has been in the game since the second inning with two outs. Strike three called, and the ball game is over. And it is the fourth time in the game the Braves left the bases loaded. No runs, one hit, no errors, and three men left on. And the final score, the New York Yankees, 12 runs, nine hits, no errors. The Milwaukee Braves, three runs, eight hits, and one error. In a moment, we'll review the highlights of today's game for you. <laughs> 